The Dad presents episode 69. It all starts right now. Have I mentioned that I'm 178 pounds of muscle and dick meat? Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number 69. We're going to leave the puns to you guys with episode number 69. We're, we're too adult for that, aren't we, Jay Maddie? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, especially after you last night. You just didn't do it just because I challenged start. you on it. You just, no, you I just, couldn't. You tuckered out. It was, it's, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of the easy pun. That, I mean, you start off with, yeah, what episode is it, 69? And then people think you're going to say, oh, 69, you know. No, we are adults. We put it together. Miss Rose keeps us mature on a weekly basis. Miss Rose is here. I do. Hello, Thank you. Hello. There it hello. is. <laughs> See? And so we don't need a 69 Hi, pun. Hi. But do you want to tell us anything about what happened with you and your wife last night by any chance? What happened no, with man. You What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want it to happen again. I don't want to ruin it oh, for, okay. for right. the rest of my life. Come on. Never mind. Okay. So we, we're free of puns. We are not free of the corona pandemic, which is no. still no. keeping us all in our homes, unfortunately. Not me, man. Well, some free spirits today. are out there. That's right. Yeah. Matt, Jay Maddie's been out there. He's getting rat, all rattled and all ranked up and everybody's all pissed off. He's pissed off because he doesn't get to go do his windsurfing and his uh, water polo or whatever white people <laughs> do on the weekend. <laughs> He, so he, he doesn't get to do that as freely. So he's upset about that. I'm not Rose upset. Is, I'm digging it. No, he's not. But Rose is giddy. And get, Rose, do you want to tell us why you're giddy? Or is it just a giddy mood? Um, What's it's happening? just the candle. The candle makes me happy. I don't know what to say. Must be a marijuana so candle or something. It's something. Not something a marijuana is, candle. I'm just in a good mood. Something is very well, we're glad you're carry over mood. there. I don't know what it is. But we're happy nonetheless. <laughs> How is anything new from Corona that you guys have to report to the people on this show number sixty nine? Rose, the how's the how's the quest for abs coming? I know that was a big um, quest of yours. Oh God, you know I, I go back and forth with it because today I ate an eclair, and I don't even like eclairs, <laughs> but it was so good, and it was it was just oh God, it was so good, and um, I gave up the abs yeah. while I ate it and I don't know I just it's just one of those you things I keep going abs. back and forth with it that died a quick death yeah I think you that I'll never have a six pack at this because the way that I love food I just don't think that I could love food as much as I do and have a six pack I just don't see that you don't need them just you got everything yeah. else you don't need a six pack look I'm oh. I am the biggest I've ever been in my life I'm I'm usually like 160 pounds I'm up to 178 pounds right now Wow, Good job. That's yeah. great. And, I, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not I'm not fat. It's just it's just muscle and dick meat. It's just 18 <laughs> pounds of muscle and dick meat. And and oh I, I don't care. I'm not gonna ask you to describe where all the weight is. <laughs> I just told you where it is. I think he, I'm yeah, eating. he gave a pretty good picture of where it's distributed. No, but that that's it. I'm, I mean, I'm eating constantly, constantly, but I'm also mm-hmm. working out like two hours but a day. Like, healthy, what else are you gonna you? do? Not anymore. <laughs> I just, really? I'm, I'm eating everything, everything in the house, but I'm, I'm working out like two, two and a half hours a day. Cause there's really nothing else to nothing do. do. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, it, I'm getting, I'm getting bigger, like a, like muscular. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm yeah. sure no, once I, 
once this all ends, I'll probably it'll all sink down into my ass and my belly. But for now, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, I knocked out my you know my trademark 200 pushups before noon today. Before noon, I had done more people than most more stuff than more most people do all day at 200 pushups. Knocked those out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, everything's getting cabin fever and weird. Um, my wife, who I've mentioned from time to time, is not from this country. She's from Africa. Uh, she, you know, you get you get a little goofy and a little weird. And usually, and she's been in the country twenty years, but she still has a little accent. And occasionally, she the language will throw her a curve from time to time. Not often, but from time to time. So, just a little while ago, and it shows you how crazy we are, locked up or whatever. She says she was trying to describe negligee. The word she was trying to say negligee, and what, she ended up saying ne- negligee. Ne- you know, like a negligee is like a lingerie. It's yeah. a lingerie. fancy word. It's a fancier word for lingerie because oh, lingerie apparently wasn't fancy enough. I guess, I guess we're not fancy people. I've never heard that word. <laughs> You're not not on this show. <laughs> but instead of saying negligee, she just said Nick Lachey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not Nick Lachey, whatever it is. <laughs> but that's what she said. We're getting crazy. That's that's what's going on. Um, and but and there are things. Is, it's like sexy. It's sexy nightwear, like um, like a nightgown. Um, it, but it's it's more lazy. It's it's sexier. Well, so it's isn't not that what lingerie is? Sexy no, nightwear. No lingerie. What's lingerie? It, it lingerie can, is slutty. Well, lingerie doesn't include. <laughs> It, it doesn't really include like nightgowns. So negligee, like when you put on your negligee, it's like your it's your sexy nightgown, basically. Mm. Mm. So there's yeah. a difference. Gotcha. Yeah, you ho- yeah the other whores are wearing la- lingerie. The classy <laughs> women are wearing negligee. Whores. Wow. <laughs> oh, and, and speaking of fashion, I have a prediction for this coronavirus thing. Which I mean? predict fashion wise. Pants with a lot of pockets are going to be the thing pretty hmm. soon because you got to have your mask, you got to have your gloves, you got to have your wallet, and you want to keep them separate from each other, right? You're not cross contaminating or whatever, right? Cargo pants, cargo, cargo pants. pants. Oh, I'm down. Make with a big that. comeback this year. Shit, cargo I still, pants. I still have and mine shorts. left over from the '90s. I'm good to well, go. Yeah. Mine, Bring it back. I wear mine when I go shooting, so I think that definitely will come in handy. I would, I would yeah. love for cargo pants to be in style. That's right up yeah. my alley. It's it's coming back. Prediction. And yeah. it, 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 we'll we'll rewind it after they make the announcement. Oh, cargo they pants. They don't have are to find something else to wear. Can we can we make corduroys come back in style too? Then I'm oh my god, I love mm. corduroys. Oh yes. god, not in time for summer though. That'll be a lot of warm and yeasty no. infections yeah, and such. <laughs> yeasty <No>. infections. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Speaking of warm. I legit yeah. got sunburnt today. Just walking, just walking around the block. I got a sunburnt. It's supposed to uh, be. The f- it's supposed First to be 85 summer. degrees on Saturday. What nice. do you guys think is going to happen around here? Do you really think they're going to be? I think the beach is going to be beaches? so crowded. Yes, I think so. Too. I was. I went to the beach the other day um, <gasps> to social distance. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can walk what? by the water. It's not a crime. I'm literally no, you're not, not around anyone. You're not allowed to go to the beach. That's what. Well, that's what tell that to pretty the hundreds of you. people that were on the beach. Were there really? Yeah. On there the beach? There were so many people. On, I've never seen... Like, that's my secret Which spot. Which beach was this? Shh. 
I can't tell you. Tell me. I can't tell you. I can't tell you on air. Yeah. Was it a nude beach, Rose? Was it a nude beach? Did you go to a nude beach? Is that why you're getting? It's not a nude beach. Okay, it's just my secret beach, and it's usually completely dead, even on like a weekend in the summer. It's never busy. But is it not closed off? Forty-five minutes to find parking. No, no, it's not closed Hmm. off at all. People are out. Yeah, I want to find out about this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll talk later. Off the record. Yeah. Oh, and I also have a fun game to play with this coronavirus thing. Okay, I was at the (laughs) bank today, and of course I'm masked, and I'm standing in a half-hour line trying to get into the bank or whatever. And so I tried to find ways to amuse myself, and, you know, there was a woman in front of me, a woman behind me, and I turned and faced the woman behind me, and I started making sensual uh, motions with my tongue behind my mask. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, I did. I did. I was, like, doing all kind of crazy shit, and then, like, I saw this other lady... And I was like, mouthing, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> whatever, and no one could see. And I, it, it was a fun game it's for a little kinda, bit. Kind of liberating. Yeah, until yeah. I went to the next bank and then or the next store and tried to do it, and I forgot. I did the same thing, but I didn't have my mask on. I forgot. <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you being serious right now? That really happened? No, no, no. I, not. No, but no, I did. I did. The f- second part was a joke, but the first part was that I definitely so did that funny. because it was amusing. I just thought... I mean, who am I hurting? I'm making nobody sexual, sensual things no, with my tongue in front of this girl. You get in trouble for that. Yeah, and it's covered, and she has no idea. But although so, people are so sensitive, you never know. You can get in trouble for what you're saying to your mask for, one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's coming probably. Oh yeah. All right. Sure. Are we ready for parenting questions? I think uh, we are. Sure, sure. I, well, before we got into that, I wanted to I wanted to oh, bring something up. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, po- I posted a fun thing on, on Facebook and I got some real clever answers. So I just wanted to throw ah, it out to you guys. Facebook. Jay Maddie returns to Facebook. Go right ahead. All right. So I, mm-hmm. I posted about, remember the show Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV? Yes. Right? Yes. You don't remember that? She oh, doesn't. Rose is just She's a, young. a puppy. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like, it was a show where they'd have two famous celebrities claymation style fighting to the death. And then they, for a while they had like real boxing, right? Celebrity boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, the skater was on it. What was her name? Tanya Harding. Uh, Tanya Harding. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I, I suggested bringing that show back and I asked people who they would like to see in a celebrity death match. And oh, I got wow. some clever answers. And I'm wondering okay. what you guys would like to see in that. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I think I, does, does, Rose, you understand the concept, right? Um, Two people fight to the death and I mean, whatnot. no one really dies, right? Well, no. No, there's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, trying to figure this out. No, here. no real deaths here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, not not during the show. No. Um, I'm trying to think of who uh, makes me sick right now. Um, that's oh, I think Donald Trump's got to be in there with get, get somebody versus um, who. Oh, all right. Wait, give me a minute on that. You guys go toss around Circle some around stuff. I got to figure out. Donald Trump's well, got to be. You in guys there. are thinking about it. I, I got mm-hmm. two. Okay. I'd like okay. to see number one Kurt Cobain versus Eddie Vedder because that's the <laughs> the king of the '90s rock scene, yeah. and there was a lot of beef there. And I'd like. But to wait, see him Kurt go Cobain's it. dead already. That, that well, we bring him back for celebrity deathmatch. Uh, oh, and okay. the other you one resurrect like him so you can kill him again. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. And the other one okay. I would like to see. I would like to have Jesus versus Muhammad. So we could settle it <laughs> once, and, <laughs> once for and for all yeah. in, in a battle royale let's, coming let's this see, Saturday, see who, Saturday, who Saturday. The best God is. <laughs> let's do it. 
I, I don't know if I have one for you guys. I just like that meme that I see um, circulating with Chuck Norris and that he got the coronavirus and now he's put the, the COVID-19 under uh, like on a strict quarantine or something like that. Basically, he beat COVID-19s behind. That's of course the Chuck only Norris thing it did. made me think. So. Yeah. Right. Chuck Norris versus COVID. What do you got, people? You know what? I got it. Donald Trump versus... Donald Trump. <laughs> that would be my match. <laughs> I can't, no one can lose. Nobody loses with that. <laughs> that would be my celebrity death match right. for so, 2020. So, gotcha. So Donald Trump's mm. dying either way. Is that what you're, that's what you're suggesting? Yeah, well, that, you know, I don't mean, to, I'm not going to say that. You asked me a question about celebrity death, death match. I think that's what you and just said. That's, that's what you said. Yeah, well, that's no, fine. I just said that's who I want. I didn't say anybody dying or anything like that. I don't want the Secret Service calling me or whatever. All I'm right. good. Very good. <laughs> All right, parenting questions. Parenting questions. Parenting questions. We got uh, number one, we got John in Manhattan Beach from right here. All right, John. Yeah. What's going on, John? <laughs> like I know him. I don't know, John. Hey, John. You might. Okay, you might. <laughs> he says, I've learned a lot about myself, my family, my friends, and my community. We've decided that the city life is not for us anymore, and we're moving to a cabin up in Big Bear. You guys live in Los Angeles. Any thoughts about ever leaving? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, I'll start with that. No, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. (laughs) Ladies first today. Um, Hi, John. Um, I definitely think about leaving all the time. I love LA, um, and I also have little to no attachment to this city anymore. This is my favorite time. This is the most I've ever loved it with little to no traffic. But I do think about moving to Hawaii or Montana or both. Hmm. And I think it's really, uh, why, I love that you, you got you a place, it? a cabin in Big Bear. And I think that's, you know, I, I think that's really nice. I don't, I wonder since you all, I Manhattan Beach is such a busy city. I wonder if you're going to miss the city life, if your kids will miss it, if your wife will miss it. But I think it's a nice change for sure. Well, Rose, when mm-hmm. you say you're, you, you would consider it, like what about that appeals to you? Uh, about moving? Yeah. Um, everything. I mean, Hawaii to me is, it's so beautiful. Like how you, you say Hawaii. You say it like, <laughs> like you're from there. Hawaii. <laughs> well, the second you get off the plane, the aroma that permeates everywhere is, it's it smells such, like pineapples. Oh my God. It smells like pineapples. Yeah. It smells like the sweetest flowers. And then you get laid instantly. I'm just kidding. Well. <laughs> but you do get laid. They do lay really fast. Um, but Episode no, it's 69. just. <laughs> I mean, someone had to do it at some point. Of course. Um, it's just so beautiful there and the way that the people are they're such kind people and they have like this the aloha spirit and which is a, a way of living a way of treating each other and i love that we don't have that in la people are not mm. you know we don't we don't have that and i love that kindness like when you put your blinker on when you're in honolulu or anywhere that i've been in hawaii they literally will slow down to let you over it's the aloha spirit i'm here for that wow well let me just say that. That's very nice and sounds He's not going you're, anywhere. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. You wake up in... Let me just set this scenario for people who may be in the middle of the country, you poor bastards. You wake up in the morning and it's clear skies mm-hmm. and the sun is what? already up. The sun's already... <laughs> clear skies? Clear sky. What city are you living in? Don't clear lie skies. to the well, people. He's, he's okay, you got a little smog. You got a little smog or whatever. Go. Okay, fine. Yeah. You get toughen up, get a little smog, whatever. Um, the whole thing about, you know, moving somewhere and going rural and, 
going to live off the land and all that other shit sounds stupid, but, you know, I'll humor you. I'll humor you for a minute. But it sounds, you know, good to you up until you have to get something to eat after, say, 10 o'clock at night, which is a challenge. And that's a big, I mean, that's a big park. And some, there's big city folks, I get it. There's small city folks, I get it. I would never leave Los Angeles for any, I mean, there, it would have to be something absolutely phenomenal that would have to get me to leave in terms of money or uh, I don't know what else. Money would mostly do it. To be in a land where you're basically 70 degrees for most of the year, you're at 70. That's you. That's your temperature. You're at 70 something degrees. Great. You could also, hey, you can mix it up. I want to see snow today. I could go to the mountains and go to the beach in the same day. Oh, come on. You, who, who else could do that? You've been here for who else could do that? 46 years. You've never done that one time. But, People always no, talk but I'm about saying, that. You've let me say this. I've never. I've never. Okay. But what I'm saying is I'm not selfish like Jay Maddie. I mean, what kind of fish is Jay Maddie? What kind of fish is Jay Maddie? Kind of He's fish? a selfish. Uh, He's a selfish. He is <laughs> get a it. selfish. My pun. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's my pun for the show. It's a good but corny joke. I don't, I don't go from to the beach to the i don't do that but it's mm-hmm. an option for other people who are picky and who aren't as grateful as i am is i want to add this weather we don't have seasons you don't want seasons no you have right. it's people, beautiful la is beautiful yeah of course yeah people are Absolutely. having heart attacks shoveling snow and you're talking about oh yeah i gotta get out of here john you're in manhattan beach man you don't know how good you have it you got everything right there it, matt will give you a whole description of sharkies everybody knows about sharkies in manhattan beach <laughs> but easiest place I, in the I, universe to get laid. Yeah, sure. there you go. There you go. Look, long story I, short, I feel you. I, I ain't leaving. I feel you, B. I feel you. I ain't leaving. I I'm a bit of a nomad. I've always been a bit of a nomad. When I got out of college, sure. I lived in 23 different spots. 23 before I came wow. to Los Angeles. That was in like five or six years. I, I moved literally every three or four months because mm. I'm a nomad. I, I like trying new. Right. I love trying new things. But sure. I agree with you. When I got here, I was like, well. I've been everywhere. This is the best spot. It is the best spot. It's like, it's like you yes. said, it's, it's perfect weather. Three, of course. 300 out of 356 days, it's perfect weather. It, yes. it barely rains. Yes, mm-hmm. the traffic is a pain in the ass, for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. it's far too expensive. That's a problem. Um, yeah. but, but most of the stereotypes about L.A., like the... You know, when I got here, I heard a lot about gang violence, and then I'm I'm working in the most dangerous neighborhoods. It's it's nothing. It's it's mm-hmm. it's really nothing. Um, and then you hear about you know people in L.A. are so vapid. Yeah, there's a lot of that, but there's 16 million people here. There's some awesome people too. Like I got into the beach community, and you have you got great down to earth. First of all, most people in Los Angeles are from the Midwest or the East Coast. You know, they're not mostly from here. It's transplants. Yeah, people they're who, transplants. Yeah. yeah, people who left, didn't want to shovel snow for the rest of their life, like myself, yeah. and moved out here. Mm-hmm. So that you got good, earthy, down-to-earth people. I love it. That said, I've been itching to move again for a while, and, and I'm with John, man, because, John, I'm in the same community. I'm in Redondo. I'm just up the street. I used to live in Hermosa for a long time. I mentioned to go, um, and I don't. I got one more year on my contract, and after that, there's a good chance we go. We thought about Hawaii. No. Oh yeah, we thought about Hawaii. No. We thought about Costa Rica. We think about places like Montana, Oregon. Just I, I can just picture myself in a in a nice little cabin on a, on a lake with a little boat, 
a farm in my backyard, you know, farmer, farmer Matt's working it now. I got crops in the backyard practicing. (laughs) So I'm ready. I've been hunting the last couple of years. I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Ultimately, I think this is the best spot, but it's very tough. It's, it's the best spot. This is the best spot. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's we're exactly in right. our cars. We're in our cars at least seventy percent of our lives in LA. True. Yeah. You know, you and that, that to me is well, not, maybe not seventy percent. <laughs> I mean, if you really calculate the hours that you're sitting in traffic every single day, yeah, it's quite a bit. I, I feel like it's I live in my car when there's traffic. It's just like it's endless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that yeah. I mean that is the big one. And and but why is that a problem? Why is the why is the traffic why? problem? Well, for one, I don't enjoy traffic. No, I mean, why did that become a problem? It's a problem. Because too many this, people love it out yes, here. Yes, people they love it. They exactly stop right. finding out about how great it is. Too late for that. Sure. But you know what? So I should shut I up. Think, I'm not going to well, say maybe anyway. maybe these <laughs> earthquakes will scare people back to wherever they came from. I think from. Los Angeles, I think yeah. for the first time ever had it, or maybe Los Angeles or California had a net negative for the first time ever in immigration. A, a lot of people have moved in this past year because of the cost. A lot of people went mm-hmm. to Texas. I think um, Austin. Well, I'm not is mad at exploding. Texas. I could. I, I. I really like Texas. Yeah, I like Texas too. Spots. And I really like their gun laws. Of we course. know you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. No. Yeah. Summers are brutal in Texas. True. And like uh, you know, I always go to the black thing. It's the South. I can never live in the South. Texas for is variety in the South. Te- Texas. No. 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 It's in the south. I've seen a map. It's in the south. It's in the southern <laughs> part of the country. Don't wait. It's, no, there's. It's I, not I don't, the south, I though. Have you spent? You've been in L.A. your whole life. You don't know, man. Texas is this. a different thing. It's not the south. It's it's just a whole other ball game in Texas. It's not Texas, like any other place. Texas is next door to Louisiana. That's the south. Yeah, but, I, but you know what? I've heard that argument before. There's a guy who grew up, I think, in Georgia or Kentucky or somewhere, and he was trying to tell me. The Texas is like its own it like is. country or it, some shit. It is, well, and I'm <laughs> like, it no, is. it's not. Well, first of all, <laughs> it's the South. You know, if it's you a take, Southern state. If you take Texas and combine it with Alaska, it's bigger yeah. than the rest of the United States. It's giant. Oh, Texas is huge. gigantic. Oh my God, so, I'm yeah. not driven through it's it. Huge. It takes forever to get through. Much like mm-hmm. I say, there's there's 16 million people in Los Angeles. There's yeah, sure, there's a lot of assholes, but there's a lot of great people. Texas, yeah. I mean. From east to west, it's completely different vibe. I mean, you, yeah. go, you go to Austin, you might as well be in like um, Oregon, Abbott Kinney. It, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. you you couldn't even imagine that you're in Texas. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Houston, yeah. and and you think you're in Mexico. So I love Houston. Yeah. I think Houston was one of my favorites. I think Houston's no. an armpit, but whatever. You, you you can keep Texas. I will take <laughs> Southern California all day, a day, yeah, all day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Repping hard West Side. That's side of West Side. Okay. Question number two. On to number two. Yes. Alice in Omaha. Said, Omaha. Yes. Said lots. Omaha, Nebraska. Yes. She says lots hey. of weird things are happening around us right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. She says my husband told me about his friends from high school who got four couples together and had a key mm-hmm. party to spice things up. Mm. I hadn't heard about oh, anything yeah. like that since the seventies. And now my husband mm. is pressuring me into doing something like this. <laughs> Have you guys ever done anything like this? And would you? Now, Alice, that sounds oh. like an invitation. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to say hit us up on Messenger. Send a, uh, yeah. 
Send a pic. Send a pic, and we'll get yeah. back to you. Less clothing, the better. <laughs> I think Alice is not happy about her husband <laughs> I think not putting either. pressure. Yeah, probably not. I think the husband's yeah. lying. To be honest, I think that's part yes. of the part of the maneuver. Sure. No, I think what it is is like like you're saying, and I'll just continue that is that. People look for excuses to do what they want to do all the time. Like the excuse, well, I was drunk, so I had sex with 90 people. That, that You wanted to have sex with 90 people. The booze had nothing to do with it. Right. The situation that we're currently all in, the pandemic, is not a good excuse to start key parties and what have you. Um, you know, no, I'm not going to get into it. Lo- I thought that was like a swingers party. Isn't That's yeah. exactly yeah. what oh, it is. Oh, it's the same thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to elaborate, but in college... You know, not that there was a whole lot of swinging. There was a lot of experimentation. And that's all I'm going to say. You know, on the, you know, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. (laughs) But what what happens is you got to really ask yourself a question. Is that can you tolerate the thought of another woman pleasing your man and being cool with it and then being cool enough to see that person again? And if you can do that. That's the whole thing. Right there. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah. If it works for you, if it turns you on, if you're into it, hey, by all means, everybody's safe. Go at it. But let's not pretend that this is not sort of premeditated by the husband to say, oh, man, now I can finally throw this on her. Because right. <laughs> everyone has fantasies or what have, what have you. The pandemic is not the reason to go and have a key party. Not all I'm saying. <laughs> Rose? Um, hi, Alice. I think that um, <laughs> I feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, and I don't know how long you've been married and, you know, what the whole story is. If, if you know, you two as a couple have done things like this in the past. But what I'm getting from, you know, I'm, I can't hear your voice, so I don't really know your tone. But just from the way that you wrote, you know, what you wrote, I'm getting that you're not feeling comfortable with this you know, choice of opening up your marriage to, you know, other couples. And it sounds like your husband's pressuring you. And it sounds like, you know, it's something that he wants to do. My advice, um, or opinion, however, you know, however it is, I would say to only do what you feel comfortable with. I think as a unit, it's good to compromise with each other and, you know, work together and listen to what, you know, both needs and meet somewhere in the middle as much as possible. But this is, you know, this is, it's not a small thing. This isn't like, you know, this is a big decision and I wouldn't do it just to appease him because maybe, you know, maybe whatever instincts you have or whatever it is, is right. And it wouldn't be a beneficial thing for your relationship. So I'm going to say, go with your gut. Go with your gut, Alice. Yeah. Alice, yeah. have I mentioned that I'm 178 pounds of muscle and dick meat? <laughs> <laughs> so, Just listen. what Alice needs. Listen, yeah. um, have we ever done anything like that? I'm, I'm not trying to get divorced, so I'm not going to go into those kind of stories. Would I 100%? Um, me personally, mm. right? I think people wow. make way too big of a deal out of sex. I don't, I don't make the same. Um, I don't equalize sex and love. I can separate. They, they're not the same thing to me. And I feel like everybody in the world would be a lot happier if they had more sex and made less of a giant deal about it. Um, with knowing that about myself, I know that that's not how 
a lot of people feel, most especially a lot of women. And part of that has to do with our biology and the, the way our bodies work and, and the fact that women grow babies inside themselves. And I, you know, I don't know if, if the bride would be down with that or not, but I think, honestly, I think if I pushed hard enough, I think I could convince her into just about anything, but I wouldn't do that because I don't, (laughs) honestly, I I, I think I could, but I I wouldn't do that because it would be something that she would be doing for me and it would probably end not in a good spot for us. That, that's exactly, that'd be my guess. Yeah, um, we got you got the bride on the phone right now. Actually, there, Matt, you want to go ahead and make that? Ass? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, she's ready. Just but look, you know, look, marriage, marriage is all about compromise, small compromise, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're living with someone for twenty to fifty years. You, you make small compromises along the way, um, mm-hmm. and some <laughs> of those compromises have to come in the bedroom. Like you don't both always want the same things, and you got to keep it sure. spicy and you got to keep it interesting. Um, yeah. but, but this is, this is a, a long way down the river from a small compromise. So Alice, yeah. if, if you're not feeling it, don't, don't do it and point out to your, to your husband that he's being a little bit of a selfish dick about it. Yeah. And I mean, experimentation is fine. Like in college girls, uh, there's very few things that were on my mind other than that. And that, you know, was the time to do that. Um, it may be time to do that in your marriage, but not unless you don't want to there, Alice. So that's. So I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. All right. Down. Is that two questions? Yeah, I got got two more. We got four today. Bonus. 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 If you're okay with it. If we got time. Yes. Of course. All right. We got Mary in the Bronx. She's right in the heart of the action there, right? Right. That's where it's all happening right now. Yo, Mary. She says, I struggle with anxiety and depression, and it's ramped up during the quarantine. We live in a Mm. standard two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment in the Bronx. Just me and my Mm. two kids. And I I know I've been taking my anxiety out on them, and honestly, I don't know how to stop. Do you struggle Mm. with anxiety or depression, and how do you deal with it? Wow. Uh, Rose, would you like to go first? Are you Um, saying Rose is depressed? (laughs) No. Why are you just kicking that (laughs) over to Rose? Rose We're trying to be consistent on episode number 69. Being consistent. Um... Because I my grandma's from the Bronx, so I have to I have to be there for Mary. Yeah, so I got to have to represent. Yeah, um, yeah, represent the BX. The BX. Hi, Mary. Um, uh, well, first of all, I can only imagine what you're going through in your apartment with your kids. That's a lot. Um, just being cooped up in general is hard for people that have a house with a backyard. Let alone when you're in New York. I know that everything is on top of each other, so I'm sure it's a lot for you. And you know, I'm sure you're doing a lot to make sure that your kids are, you know, they're school, they're fed, they're, you know, everything is good for them. And my question would be, what what are you doing for you? What are you doing for your mental health? I actually have been suffering from anxiety recently um, for some similar reasons and um, some other ones. And I've been working through it um, specifically with um, meditation. I just started meditating Um, I've worked my way up to like 17 minutes a day and that's been helping me a lot. I do guided meditation. So I found some stuff on YouTube. You can find there's so much, um, now luckily with, you know, the the meditation, it really does. Does The meditation really does. In, In what way? What does it do for you? Um, it calms my central nervous system 
and it focuses, it puts me back into focus on my breath, my breathing, sure. because that's the main thing that gets thrown off with anxiety. So it really gets my breathing in tune. Another thing that helps me is, um, essential oil. So I love peppermint oil and I put peppermint oil, uh, I put peppermint oil in between my boobs. Um, and basically, um, okay. I wasn't ready. For so that. I put it right in between okay. there. And basically what it does is it feels like it opens up my I'm chest. Anxious now. Oh boy. <laughs> so it feels like it opens up my chest and I'm able to breathe and it's just such a like cool, soothing feeling. And so, you know, see if that helps get some essential oil, some Isn't peppermint oil. Isn't that kind oil. of what parents do with the, the Vicks vapor rub? Is that the same kind of thing? Yeah, it is the same, it but and... it's not Vicks, but I love Vicks. But yeah, it does. It is the same concept. Um, and then also if you do any natural stuff, get some ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is really good. It's a daily supplement that you can take um, and that will help you a lot as well. About All you, good B. answers. Very, you know, very just sort of healing answers. We're, we'll ignore the boob part. It was a very, was a very feminine <laughs> answer. It's, it's it what was. I would expect I, I, out of Rose. And, and that's what we were missing for a long time. <laughs> do you meditate? That is a compliment. Do you, do you meditate, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I, uh, well, occasionally do you I really? will meditate on stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I will meditate I've on tried stuff. A, I've good. tried at least a dozen times. I just, it doesn't take. Really? Yeah. I totally yeah. picture you as like the nah, meditation guy. Wow. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do yoga. I mean, it's a similar state of mind, but to just sit there and, and breathe, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. not for me. No, I like, I'll envision things because I think as I'm trying to do stuff in my life, I'll try to envision them happening. And I think that's, that's a form of meditation. You manifest you sit there and you're, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You try to think about it and think about how you're going to react when it happens and that sort of thing. I do that. But Okay, so that's a little different say, than meditation, but... Oh, sorry. You see, I get <laughs> called manifesting. out. <laughs> manifesting. Manifesting. You're yeah. on that Oprah shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Manifesting. That's what I do. But I would say this to, is it Mary? One more time. Mary. Mary, is Mary, Mary from in the Bronx. Bronx. I, mm-hmm. Mary in the Bronx. Okay, Mary, listen. Um, you got to do two things. Uh, one is you have to examine why you're anxious. Uh, my wife and I went through this about a week ago, and she's very you know, got a lot going on, family stuff. Obviously this pandemic is not making it easier. And she was just on fire for like <laughs> a couple of days. She was just like a little, you know, like a little Chucky, like, you know, the movie, the, uh, the, 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 what is it? The doll Chucky in the horror movies. She was like running around the house like that with her hair on fire. And so I asked her, I said, you know, you gotta, first of all, think about number one, what you're, so anxious about think about Mary the last couple arguments you had with your kids and I know they've been there because I have a kid and we have one with our kid every day <laughs> it's just sort of how we set the calendar but Mary whatever you're arguing about in the grand scheme of things especially with the pandemic is probably not that big a deal probably if you guys are all in the same house and you're all safe and everybody's okay and you got food and you got a little money whatever you're all right okay so let's just sort of categorize why we're upset and if if we don't need to be upset let's not be upset you know that sort of thing number two is like rose said find something that works for you that brings you down if it's green tea if you want to drink a bunch of green tea green tea and that soothes your nerves if you want to crochet if you want to meditate if you want to watch porn if you whatever works for you do that that will relieve you i mean and sometimes it's not doing anything sometimes it's watching tv laying down but find something that you can exert energy or release it 
And that's my two-step plan for you, Mary. That's good. Advice. Please answer back. Good. Advice. I think so. Both of you. Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. I, I want to bring up the the Serenity Prayer. Do you guys know the Serenity Prayer? Yes. Okay. So I, this this came up with an episode with Doctor Brock. We brought this up, and and mm. I think so I, I dealt with anxiety when I was young. Um, I got over it. it. Anxiety runs through my family rampantly. My wife deals with it some. But the serenity, serenity prayer is, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to yes. change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so much wisdom in that prayer. To me, what it means is, look, like, what, what are you upset about? You, you, you have a problem, Mary. What is the problem? Figure out what the problem is. That's step mm-hmm. one. Step two, mm-hmm. analyze the problem and determine what you can actually do about that problem, right? You think it through, mm. what can I do about it? Then yeah. do that thing, right? Do the thing that you can do to fix your problem. After you've done that, you got to let it go because it's out of your hands. Mm. That's, that's, yeah. that's the, the wisdom part, the wisdom to know the difference. Once you've done the thing that you can do, it's out of your hands, you got to let it go. And, and I, I tell think this, the key thing to what you're saying is what you said is do the thing that you can do. Because yeah, oftentimes do we try to do something we can't do that's out of our control. Or sometimes so like we just like to sit around and, um, and pity ourselves and not do anything at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you got to take action. You got you to take mm-hmm. the best possible action and then let it go. And I know people will say, and Mary, you're probably saying, well, it's not that simple to let it go. And I know it's not. It's not that simple because I used to be one of those guys in, in uh, junior high and high school and even into college. I'd, I'd lay in bed at night just thinking about my problems, perseverating on them over and over, unable to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, learning to let go is a skill just like any other skill. And it's, it's a skill that takes practice and work and discipline. So you got to practice. Like I used to put a rubber band around my wrist. And every time I would catch myself thinking about the thing where I'd already taken action and I needed to let it go, I'd snap myself and I'd make sure it hurt. And just every time, and that worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you, but find something that when you catch yourself perseverating on and having, because all anxiety is, is you getting stuck in your head and thinking about something that's out of your control. So when you catch yourself doing that, come up with a strategy similar to that to, to make yourself Stop. It takes practice. Make yourself stop. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's that simple. Yeah. No, it, um, it is. And another yeah. personal note, I only allow myself to be mad at something for about two days. It's like a 48-hour pass. It's like, okay, you can go crazy on it. You could really you know, wrap your head around it and drive yourself nuts for two days. Yeah. After that, nobody cares. Yeah. It, it's time to move on. You've brooded about it. You've thought it out. You couldn't fix it. No, you're Move right. On. Two days is, I mean, I, I told you about a big thing yesterday. Today was mm-hmm. the second day, and, yeah. and yeah. I've, 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 I've got to go. I, I mean, yeah. I already took the action. I did what I could do, and, mm-hmm. and now I'm, it, it's out of my hands, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. But, yeah, um, yeah I- even what you're saying, like uh, not letting yourself be angry about something for a couple of days, that's, that's, that's anxiety adjacent. But it's the same strategy. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't just make yourself stop being mad. You gotta, you gotta practice that sure. behavior, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that takes an effort. 
Yeah. But I think it's also important to experience your feelings. Like with anger, we're taught to suppress so many different feelings that we feel. Don't cry. Don't be angry. Don't get, you know, all these different things. And I think it's also good to go through your wave of emotions that you're feeling with whatever it is and then process them because there is something to be said for what you're feeling. There's a reason why you're there. And if you let it take you a little bit, you can kind of pinpoint what's going on. Um, as far as you guys being able to let go of things, I think it's wonderful, but like you both said, it is a learned practice and it is very challenging. And I imagine it's hard for her to try to learn that right now in the apartment, two kids, you know, can't leave the house, like the apartment. I think it's a lot. Um, I think, I think it's a lot. And I think the anxiety is more than just being in your head. I think smells, there's so many different things that trigger anxieties and they bring up past traumas. Trigger anxiety. Yeah. But the anxiety is it, it's what your thought process is going through. That's, that's Mm. literally what it is. Right. Mm. I I think, I think that it's, I think it's a number of things. I think it was, if it was that easy, I feel like it would be easier for a lot of people to not have it. And yeah, I agree with what you said about it's important to feel things. Absolutely. You stop feeling things, you're, you're, you're dead. You're not living anymore. But right. to a degree, you know what I mean? You, gotta be able, you also have to be able to control it. Like you can't, you can't let your emotions run your life. There's, there's a balance yeah. there. Yeah, 100%. I think to feel it and then, you know, problem solve from there on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just full disclosure, because we've got to share everything with the people on the show. The thing that Matt... Was, was angry at and causing a lot of anxiety is that he wanted his wife to go to a key party and she said no. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he let himself let be go. mad for two days. Mad <laughs> he let it go. Days. And uh, yeah, let it go. And now we're doing now episode 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> the, exactly. The beauty in that. <laughs> now right. he's on to planning Full the next circle. key party. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I Question hope that we four. helped you, Mary. I hope that we helped. Oh, Yes, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, yes. thanks for All right. Take up. care of yourself there in, in New York, man. It, it, and Mary, nobody would blame you right now for feeling anxious. Like, yeah, being stuck in a, in a two-bedroom apartment in New York City with two kids, that's, that's a lot. It and I don't good. usually say this, but like, Maddie, you said it last week. You know what? I'm recommending if you want that donut, eat that donut. <laughs> Do things that make you happy. <laughs> Just go for it. Yeah. All right, question number four. Frank in Jersey, right across the river there. All right, Frankie. He says, uh, I would honestly rather have my kid fail and repeat third grade than have to teach him (laughs) one more damn day. His mother is a nurse, and on the days she works, I'm teacher Frank, and it sucks. Why are the schools expecting me to be a teacher? And since they are, shouldn't I get paid? I mean, didn't they tax me for the purpose of educating my child? Well, it makes a good point there. Oh yeah, exactly. boy, yeah. <laughs> ah, Frank, you got Frank. You got to step it up, Frank. Um, the thing is, this is you know, there's an ideal world that we all you know exp- would love to have. We all desire this ideal world. The the world that you live in, where you drop your kids off at school, someone else teaches them math and English and all the other shit. You pick them up at two thirty, throw some food at them, and then put them to bed. And that's an ideal scenario for a lot of people. And it's not wrong because work and life and other stuff sort of dictate that to us. You're being, you know, things are out of order right now. And so you have to react and adapt to that. Uh, Kids don't necessarily do that automatically because they haven't been taught to adapt. They had something they got to pick up as they go a lot of times. 
you're the adult and you're the parent. You put that kid here. So repeating third grade is not an option. I think that's a joke. But you just got to do it. I have said on this show, I do not necessarily enjoy going through long division and math, especially with quote unquote new math that I have to retrain myself on why I got the answer as opposed to just getting the answer, which Mm. was always most important in school to me anyway. But you just got to step up, Frank. You got to do it. Um, The kid will suffer. And at the end of it, who suffers there? Now he's in the second year of third grade. And now you're dealing with that and all the, you know, ramifications that come from it. Bite the bullet there, Frank. Sit down. Do the homework. The one advantage people have is Google that I didn't have and we didn't have when we were in school. You can always look up old things that you may not remember or things for help. There's resources are, you know, there's no excuse. You have too many resources. Yeah. Just see, you're right. Step up. You're right. Step up. You need to step it up. I think he's just venting. I think uh, sure. he's mm-hmm. venting. Maybe. I don't know, Frank, but mm-hmm. it seems like he's venting. But I think he yeah. has a point on on the taxes. Like mm-hmm. all these bailouts, the banks got damn near two trillion dollars. Yeah. Why not mm-hmm. just refund the the taxes? Why not refund people's taxes? Mm-hmm. Like you, you did pay taxes for your kid yeah. to go to public school. I mean, most of us did. Your kid goes to private school, but most of us paid uh, no, taxes no. for our kid goes to, to go to public school. school. So yeah. why do we not get the, those tax dollars back? That seems fair to me. Sure, I get that. But if that money is not coming, which it doesn't seem like it is, you have to deal with an, a, a situation that's short of ideal. You don't get to say, the money's not coming, so therefore I'm not going to teach right. your kid anything. No, yeah, you got to be what a you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So no, for you sure. got, I mean, you got to deal with what you got. You got this, Frankie. You got this. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure it's hard, but maybe, maybe you can switch it up and. I don't know if you can, you know, go on the porch or go outside. Jersey has a lot of, it's beautiful outside and it's nice weather right now from what I understand. Maybe just do some schoolwork outside, get a change of pace and somehow make it fun because I can't imagine it's any more fun for your kid, you know, as it is for you. And also it sucks for a lot of kids right now because this homeschooling situation, the curriculum for some reason has like doubled, doubled and tripled and kids have more homework than they've ever had. From all the kids that I'm talking to, they're overwhelmed with how much homework they have. So, you know, you don't want your kid to fail. I mean, I think that we're joking here, right? No one, no one wants their kid to fail. Great, and you just gotta, you just have to buck up, and I, you know, you you got this. I think yeah. a lot of parents. One thing we're, we're learning a couple things here, right? We're learning number one, teachers are under. I come from a family of teachers: my mom, my dad, my sister. Right, teachers, I think, yeah. are undervalued. It's hard work. 100%. And it's, it's not an easy job. Like mm-hmm. everybody, I, I often think I would be a really good teacher. I, I love, because I, I do love teaching. I love teaching things. I could see that. I, and I come from family yeah. teachers. But there's another component to teaching that I'm not so sure I have, which is the patience it takes right. to deal with these kids. It requires, it requires a ton of patience. Um, it's a hard job and I, I hope we're learning that we got to value our teachers a little more. And another thing I think we're learning is that some people are just learning. They don't like their kids maybe as much as they, they thought they did. Honestly, <laughs> no. yeah, I think so. I, I'm hearing no. a lot of, a lot of griping from people I know. And it's like, sure. it's like B said, you, you, most of the time you go to work, you come home, 
Uh, you pick up your kid, you have a meal with them, they go off into the corner with the iPad, you sit down in front of the TV, you go to bed. There's not a ton of interaction. And now mm. there is, <laughs> and I think some people might not like their kids that much. I think that's just yeah. the god-awful truth of the, the situation. <laughs> I'm not Cutting one of those to people. the meat of the issue. Yeah. No, I'm, of course not. But Frank might Love be. my kids. Frank might be. I don't sure. know. Just saying. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Frank. Well, get get to work and pick up that long division. Figure it out. You'll be all right. Good luck, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, are we done with questions? We're done with are questions. Those yeah. bonus questions. And you know why in education is important. Talking about Frank, you, you you always got elected officials that will try to put one over on you. And I'll give you an instance with, of course, coronavirus because that's all we, we're talking about right now. Um, the Nairobi governor, his name is Mike Sunko. Wait, Nairobi? Af- like Africa? Nairobi. Yeah, yeah. It's like a governor. Gov- they that's don't what have they a, call it. They him. don't have a president? They have governor? I guess that's what it is. I, you know, I didn't study my African civics before this. Uh, maybe that's something that Frank needs to be working on <laughs> with his kid. Is some, yeah, as a matter of fact, Frank, as a homework assignment, give us a report on the uh, government structure there in Nairobi. That'll be your homework for this week. You can get back to us. But Nairobi Governor Mike Sanko announced that he was going to put a care package together for people suffering with coronavirus that would include bottles of Hennessy. Right and yeah, yeah, there you go. And people know what Hennessy is. It's cognac. It's made in France. I didn't know that. But he said, or actually told these people, misled them into believing that this was part of a cure <laughs> for coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, is to because it was like an out. It was like it had the same, uh, th- uh, I guess, the ingredients of the cure or something to that effect. But the same, you know, he said there is th- no cure. What do you mean the well, same ingredients? Well, th- what he said is he he thought the research conducted by the World Health Organization that it had been revealed that alcohol played a major what, role in killing the what virus. What is the motivation here? Does he have a deal with Hennessy, or just is it just because black people know. love Hennessy so much? It did well. That's you know what that's 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 a stereotype, is and it? it's true. <laughs> but, it's true. Is that what you yeah, hundred percent oh true. I don't particularly care for it, but that for the folks I know, yeah, there are folks that do enjoy just Hennessy and Newports and stuff like that. But he um, is under fire, obviously, for making these false allegations. Had to retract all of that. He does not believe the Hennessy. <laughs> I can't even believe we're saying this. Hennessy has anything to do with curing. So the, it's not the the well, I mean, he's not alone on that. The president, did you hear him today? President Trump said he suggested oh um, mainline. He suggested maybe we could inject. Um, um, what, what do you call it? What do you clean surfaces with? What's that called? Disinfectant. Maybe, disinfectant. disinfectant. There you go. Maybe we could inject uh-huh. disinfectant. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a doctor. I'll, I'll have to leave that one to the doctors. He said. So he didn't say. He said that. Yes. Yeah, oh jeez, I, I missed that. I mean, I'm not quoting it exactly, but it was it was pretty close to that. I was I was pretty surprised oh. by that. Well, not really. <laughs> no, you know, I don't believe anything that he says. I, if if he if I had to take the choice between him. And a bum on the street. I'm going with the bum. Well, I'm going 100 with I'm the bum. I'm taking him over Governor Pretty Boy Newsom any day. Nah, can't do it. it. Can't do it for sure. Oh man, mm-hmm. for sure. Any <laughs> any of these Democratic governors, uh, I'll take them. And I don't even like them, but that's how bad these guys oh. are. Oh boy, no. There's there's no one worse than what we got at, 
it, 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 in the White House. Excuse me. And again, I this is how to talk not about. a political show. No, not at all. And we'll move on. <laughs> and Rose got really quiet. Yeah, it, I'm it, not really into that she's part. Wearing her, she's wearing her mega hat right now. That's why. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Rose, this is always Uh-oh. a show where we, you know, the three of us love each other. We so kid, and we joke, whatever. We're gonna have a key party later. If yes, key party scheduled. <laughs> but if there's a chance to throw one of you guys under the bus, key, I'm gonna do upset. it. Oh, you you'll be very upset if you get my key. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was saying is that if there's an opportunity to throw somebody under the bus, we will do that. I will do that to either one of these people uh. with no remorse. And right now we're going to throw Rose under the tracks because she has made a huge financial mistake. What's that? Okay. Which one? Because people are buying breast milk. They're buying it. Of course they are. And they're buying it to fight coronavirus because they say that. I should have sold that $25,000 breast milk, shouldn't No I? shit, well, Rose. Now we, no shit. Now we might You're be able to get double. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she was yeah, so you better get a better deal. Pumping. Get pumping. <laughs> the potential antibodies in breast milk are being studied by two U.S. universities saying that they somehow could help, you know, ward off the virus. Who, and so, who's, who's actually studying this? I have been reading um, it left and right about here. every school that you can think of. Like, scientists are studying it. It's, it's kind of a big deal, guys. Well, it, it, One of the schools is University of California at San Diego, UC San Diego. There you go, for short. Yeah. But I saw and something at Harvard, Harvard, Stanford. Like I've seen a lot of other prominent. I mean, sorry, it makes sense. Looks snobby, but it yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's the most nutritious thing on the planet from the most delicious sure. source. I mean, it just makes sense mm-hmm. that it would help, <laughs> right? I mean, look when when women are pregnant, they're at their healthiest. They they are much less likely to get any kind of disease their immune systems are functioning at an all-time high and then they're yeah. they're feeding that nutrition directly from their their body to their baby and that's right. what allows it's babies amazing. to that's all babies we need to grow amazing. is that that no it is amazing <laughs> it is boob- yeah, yeah no i mean i feel boobies I'm are feeling amazing my womanness. in so many ways yes yeah boobs are power i mean sure. i literally they- i'm i'm walking around with the cure and you won't sell any of it in our <laughs> plan to make if, tons of money. Well, now this, it, it's the prices gross. are just going to shoot up, so we'll wait. You'll if, have to. Let's say B's wife gets corona, and B's God wife forbid. is in what a danger, terrible thought. Okay, and he yes. comes across the street or down the street, knocks on uh-huh. your door, mm-hmm. and he has a, a, a thirsty expression. I will on personally his face. feed her my breast milk. <laughs> No, she's already gone. She's already gone. She's already got it. You're trying to protect him. You're gonna give him a oh, give him a hitter. I'll give oh, you wow. a cup this because I love you. I will give you. I appreciate I'll give you it. A, oh, that's anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I got excited when she said she would feed my wife the breast milk. Yeah, that's I mean, when I got tuned she, in. She would get it straight from straight from the boob. Uh, oh wow! You know, I think we have our podcast number seventy after sixty. <laughs> that. That the, the, that's the perfect thing. We talk but about they say that breast milk more than any podcast in America for sure, including the breastfeeding that's true. podcast. <laughs> me too. Hashtag me too. We we <laughs> take care of all the women. We take My them God. seriously. <laughs> no, but I mean it really is amazing. And I was going. To, I was you know I've been talking to you guys about stopping breastfeeding. I've been weaning Nathan off, and not then now. the more I'm reading, not now. The more I'm reading about it, I'm like I need to keep. You know, keep this milk going. Keep this gravy train mm-hmm. going. Hell yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's 
They say the going price is three dollars an ounce. People making as much or more than twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. And they're people like are mass really producers, it, huh? though. Yeah, but there are people that yeah. like oh. have so much. They're mass producers. Like they have like it's it, it's their life. Every like twenty minutes, they're pumping. They produce so much milk. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's not fun that's... to me. But I mean, you know, not a bad side gig. <laughs> three dollars an ounce i mean what's an ounce that's like a shot glass yeah and usually your baby will have like between four to seven ounces so Hmm. yeah missed opportunities by miss rose (laughs) we we can start that pump machine going miss rose we can do it right now i'll get my pump out of the garage get it to the stores (laughs) yeah get it to the stores put the fancy labeling on it oh yeah i'll have to make a nice logo yes you see, you almost missed the boat. I mean, but I think everything, we, everything's, everything's marketing. So, yeah, we yeah. get a, a catchy name, a logo, put it in a nice package. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what else? We'll, Anything we'll, else? We'll work on that. I think we are done. I think those are our two stories. We got through four questions. Gave the people a bonus. Uh, bonus. You guys bonus. have anything bonus. else? Bonus. That's it. I think, got that, that, I think that's it. Right on. All right. Well, I got 178 pounds of dick meat for you. Well, I'll take a pass, but you can give the people our social media uh, information, if you will. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's just really fun to say. Maybe that's the title of the show. (laughs) All right, guys, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The Dad Presents. Send us some more parenting questions on Messenger, at The Dad Presents, and um, Miss Rose. Well, first thing, I just want to say great parenting questions. I'm so happy these parenting questions are getting better every single week. And you can find me on Instagram at Miss Rose Ayala, M-I-S-S Rose A-Y-A-L-A. And I have a YouTube channel, which is linked in my bio on my Instagram. There you go. Where she's been doing TikTok dances, from what I understand. (laughs) Losing her little mind over there. What's going on with Miss Rose? Yeah. Can't get her to sell titty milk, but she's dancing all the time. Whatever. <laughs> I'm mad. I don't want to talk to you anymore. All right. So until next time, folks, take care of your kids. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. We'll be back soon. Be safe.